Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of the Chocolate Puma Podcast. It is I, your boy, the Chocolate Puma, back, giving you, my loyal tens of listeners, what you crave. If you would like to email the show, feel free to email me at thepumapod at gmail.com. If you want to follow me on Twitter, where most of my shenanigans occur, you can follow me at btomp20, that's at bthomp 20 I have not been blocked yet, but the NFL season is about to begin, and I'm pretty sure I got some takes from Ben Roethlisberger uh, that will probably have him block me again, and maybe even send some more Steelers fans into my mentions. That was a fun weekend. Oh boy, here we go. Let's see. NFL's coming up, so I'm just going to give you just a couple of hot takes. I don't even know if they're hot takes or even spicy takes. They're just my takes. There we go. I'm going to give you a couple of my takes here. So the Detroit Lions traded away their franchise quarterback in Matthew Stafford to the LA Rams and now the Rams are one of the hot picks to be Super Bowl or bust. And I got to say, I feel like the Rams and Matthew Stafford are both a touch overrated right now. Um, the defense, the defense is not overrated. Uh, they are the best, the best unit in all of football. Um, they've got Aaron Donald. They got Jalen Ramsey, Leonard Floyd. These guys last year were number one in scoring defense, total defense, and passing defense. They've allowed 20 points or less in nine of their last 17 games. Um, and, of course, I mean, Jalen Ramsey cuts off half the field. You got Aaron Donald doing whatever the hell he wants to do. Leonard Floyd is wrecking havoc. Like, these guys are very good. Now, the offense, on the other hand, uh, leaves a little bit to be desired in some places. Can we say that? Um, the running game, they just traded for Sony Michelle, but he's been there only for a cup of tea. So, I mean, I don't know how they're going to integrate him into the offense. Um, I think he's wildly talented. Um, was a big fan of his at Georgia. Um, wideouts, you got Cooper Cup. You got Robert Woods. I believe they signed Deshaun Jackson. So, I mean, that. They're a very talented team, and they should definitely make the playoffs, if not, you know, contend for their division title. That said, however, they, they've got Matthew Stafford, who is an upgrade over Jared Goff. Um, Jared Goff at times played a little bit timid, whereas Stafford is, he's not a timid guy. Um, he's, again, very good quarterback. However, let's pump the brakes on some of the takes where we're calling him, if only he hadn't been in Detroit, he would be a Hall of Famer. And I'm not ready to go that far. I get it, Detroit is a horribly run franchise, just awful. However, as the quarterback, you have to be able to bring your team up. And frankly, he didn't bring his team up. He put up big numbers. He, you know, he would come bring teams back from behind. They'd win a game or two here. 
Um, I believe I saw a stat when I was looking this up where he is uh, he's led the most fourth quarter comebacks, uh, at least in modern history. So, I mean, the guy is, like I said, he's very good. However, not a Super Bowl. He's not a guy I believe that you can build a Super Bowl team around. Uh, since he uh, started in Detroit, 2009, the Lions have had four seasons uh, where they won over half their games. They went to the playoffs three times, and they have not won any postseason games. Now, I know what you're saying. It's Detroit. Well, let's use another person who... I always tend to compare him to because I feel like Matthew Stafford always skates on the but he's in Detroit to avoid any kind of criticism. Cam Newton. Cam Newton was drafted to Carolina and since the day he walked into the league, he's been heavily scrutinized. Now, it's not like Carolina was, you know, Pittsburgh or New England or somebody with this long history of winning. Like They went to one Super Bowl um, with Jake DeLome. Uh, but other than that, they were pretty much a mid-franchise. Well, then you draft Cam Newton. He comes in, and other than Steve Smith Sr., who he played with for three years, his best players that he had on offense were Greg Olson, Moosin Muhammad, Ted Ginn, and Ricky Prohl. And he was the rushing game. Like, uh, they had Jonathan Stewart there for a while and D'Angelo Williams. But for the most part, the running game revolved around Cam Newton. Um, whereas Matthew Stafford, on the other hand, he had Calvin Johnson... He had Marvin Jones, Kenny Galladay. He's had some wildly talented guys. So the idea that he's basically a one-man show is just a little bit out of touch to me. Um, so, you know, I hope the best for him. Um, I don't want him to win a Super Bowl because I did bet my brother-in-law uh, 60 bucks that the Rams would uh, not make the Super... Uh, <laughs> would not win the Super Bowl. Um, so... We shall see. Speaking of Cam Newton, what the hell, man? For a guy who would quote-unquote do anything to win, not getting a vaccine, and then basically being forced to quarantine away from the team while you, um, after, you know, you had your little, um, side foray, whatever the hell he was doing. Um, and he let a rookie come in and just take your gig. I mean, it's certainly a choice. I'll give him that. Um, let's see. So, uh, there's no way if Cam Newton is named your starter, uh, is not named your starter, excuse me, that you can keep him on the team. Uh, he has to be cut. Uh, first reason, he's wildly popular with the other players. No teammate has ever complained about his leadership style, his effort, um, and if you're going to start a rookie, 
he doesn't need that looking over his shoulder because he's going to lose the locker room that, you know, guys are going to be like, well, you know, Cam could probably get us this win. Cam could do this. Cam could do that. Blah, blah, blah. Well, if you're a rookie, you're going to fuck up like that. It just is what it is. Uh, so if after every fuck up, you're looking over at the bench thinking that, uh, you know, they're about to put Cam in, you're going to play worse. Like that's just what it is. Um, and second, and you know, most importantly, Cam isn't vaccinated. Like, you cannot have your backup quarterback exposing the other quarterbacks and the rest of the team, for that matter, where they would potentially have to forfeit games because the NFL has had it. They are not going to be rescheduling uh, games like they were last year. Um, all he has to do is get a fucking vaccine. Now, all this said, I don't think Mac Jones is the better of these two quarterbacks at this moment. I don't know what will happen in the future in regards to who's better. Um, but the divide between the two of those guys isn't so wide that Cam could afford to be out here sans vaccine. Now, I know that he is a guy who is a vegan. He's a guy who... Um, it basically only does like aspirin like he doesn't even do painkillers or anything so um it's it's certainly a hill to die on i'll give him that um not something i would do but then again i was ready for my jab and as soon as this booster's ready i'll be getting another jab because yeah fuck this uh, virus <laughs> All right, I will end on my beloved Chicago Bears. I'll give Matt Nagy this. If he is out here putting the needs of the team above his best interests, I will say hats off to him because the only way his job is saved is if Justin Fields starts and Justin Fields balls out. By starting Andy Dalton, he's going with the experienced hand, but that hand hasn't led a winning team since 2015. Justin Fields was only 15 years old. That said, I don't blame him for going with Andy Dalton because the Bears open against the Rams and the Browns. That's Aaron Donald in Miles Garrett territory, and that is a terrifying territory to be in. So, uh, unfortunately, Andy Dalton's got to go out there, and he's got to absorb those hits. He's got to let the rookie watch, see which offensive lineman he can lean on, uh, which way he needs to kind of tailor his game. Uh, and then by week four, when the Lions roll up, he can go out there and he can get the damn thing done. The Bears have me legit excited with a quarterback pick for the first time in my lifetime, which is wild to say. Uh, you know, some of the quarterbacks... Um, from recent memory, I can remember us drafting. There was um, Cade McNown from UCLA, the lefty. Uh, he's fucking awful. Uh, there is... Um, who else did we draft? We drafted Chad Hutchinson. We drafted... Um, boy, we have, we've signed some terrible quarterbacks. So there's Jason Campbell, Henry Burris. Uh, of course... Mitchell Trubisky, um, whom 
I was never excited about. I did want the Bears to draft Deshaun Watson, who I'm now also uh, not a big fan of anymore. Um, so that's a that's a thing. Um, that being said, though, Fields is kind of like the guy who can do it all. Uh, my fingers are crossed that they don't screw this up. Uh, the offensive line, uh, when healthy, looks like it should at least be solid. There's some solid offensive pieces around him. Uh, so the defense, defense looks good. Secondary kind of scares me. We've uh, gotten rid of a couple of uh, corners. I believe we're only down to four corners as of this recording. So uh, hopefully they can bolster that uh, unit up a little bit. But, you know, anytime you got Khalil Mack and Eddie Jackson, you're going to be, you know, at least have a defense that'll put you in a position to win. Um, so all that being said, the Bears will be nine and eight. They're going to come out here like they always do. They're going to come out and they'll probably be like four and one. Five and one. I'm gonna come on here talking a lot of shit. I'm gonna start playing the Super Bowl shuffle every week, and then you know what's gonna happen? They're gonna lose four or five games, and then I'm gonna be wild, depressed, and pretend like the Bears don't exist anymore. Then you know what they'll do? They'll go on a hot streak, and they'll win out the rest of the games, and then what happens? We'll make the playoffs as a wild card team like we did last year, and then we'll shit the bed in the playoffs. So yeah, there you go. Spoiler fucking alert. All right. Well, I think that's all the takes I got, or at least that's all the takes I did research on. Um, so join me next week. I have no idea what I will be talking about, but I'm sure it'll be some good shit. Um, so again, follow me on Twitter at btom 20 Email the show, thepumapod at gmail.com. Um, until next week, y'all be easy. Take care of each other. Love you peoples. Peace.